Are you going to kick it just the one time? Or are you going to are you planning on kicking it multiple Boy. times? Did you just say that? Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to go down the can I kick it? Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. We're at, so yes, we're you at, can, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> just, yeah. just to let you know. Take, taking it all the way around. Now, we're at Mark's office again, and um, we were talking about, I guess, it's, so there's a there's a wall in here where they ask, it asks a question, um, and I guess you guys do like some sort of internal. The wall itself doesn't the wall, Yeah, the wall itself is just a wall. <laughs> it's a not person like a puts letters game. on a wall. Yes, someone puts letters on the wall. Anyway, it's like, and so last week it had a, a question on it. I was asking Mark who... who who the person they have to guess like who it is that said this question anyway is an intern and you made me think of a story that i actually haven't thought of in years well the question the question was who's never been to mcdonald's McDonald's, and the answer was that like one of the interns here at your office right that's correct super podcast so far anyway uh beyond that (laughs) beyond that it reminded me of years ago um there was an intern at an ad agency that i was working for who was from Indonesia, I think. And uh anyway, her name didn't directly translate into uh you know, to English names and American. so Well, Mer- yeah. Mer- so so what the solution was was that she was allowed to pick and choose her first and last names. Uh, and so she was Christina Christina. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Golly, was it Christina, Christina Golly? Yeah, well, I don't know, just like exclamation uh, point, I got like buchos. Yeah, yeah, buchos, 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 Golly. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a weird story. Hey, welcome back, Shane. Oh, I'm glad to be back. The gang's all here. Hey, hey, what is it? Hail, 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 hail. Here, here, whatever. Here, here. I don't all know right, what it and is. the other, th- the other thing that we haven't, we got it. You know, R.I.P. Gene Wilder. What the hell is going so on in 2016? Yeah. Did you yeah. guys know he was that old? 83. 83, yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, Allison said, um, I thought he was one of those guys who I thought was already dead. And I was like, A, not very nice. B, uh, like, I think, you know, he he was on record as saying that he loved acting, but he hated show business. And I was like, those are the guys who just, you know, go off and then He's turn up. Decide Dakota. they're done. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He hadn't worked. I, I can't remember seeing him in anything in the last 10 years or so. Yeah. I think well, the last thing he did was like some Will and Grace episodes. I was going to guess that. Yeah. I'm sure you were. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, guys. He had, he had Alzheimer's the last three years and wanted to kind of keep that out of the public eye. Is, is that, that true? true? Yeah. Yes. It's true. Okay. Yes. That is correct. Well, he had a long, full life. So, you know, rest in peace, Gene Wilder. and I will enjoy your body of work. Okay. <laughs> now, and now we'll all observe a moment of silence. Unintended moment of silence. Ryan grinds the show to a halt. <laughs> and with that, uh, uh, I'm Shane. Ryan. I'm Kevin. And I'm Mark. And this is Somebody Likes It. Anybody watch the VMAs last night? I didn't see the VMAs, but I did see Jimmy Fallon's turn on the VMAs. Oh, I didn't see that. Which, which uh, apparently he came on as um, dressed uh, as Ryan Lochte, complete with uh, like green hair and a and a medal. 
pretty sweet. I heard uh, yeah. uh, that they didn't even bother getting a like a a host. They just had stuff. Oh, a bunch of people. I saw I saw the U.S. Uh, women's gymnastics team like get up and say semi adorable stuff, and then I changed the channel. I think at this point, like if you're not like 16 or a member of of or a journalist, then it's or like in some act that. Is on one That's of gonna MTV's be satellite. Well, channels. and can I ask a can I ask a silly question? So the so the Video Music Awards is that that's done by MP, MTV. Yes, who doesn't really show videos or music. But anymore. they're starting to though. I just read something about that. Oh, they're that's gonna start doing some music stuff again. Ah, it's a retro thing. Uh, like five years ago, it's gonna be like a musical reality show. Right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, where you get it, get in a van with a bunch of people and live in a van together and drive around and play music. Or seven something. strangers together who all play different <laughs> instruments <laughs> and make them <laughs> form a Living band. Living in a van. And, and then have like various and sundry athletic competitions. They have to tug a war and shit like that. Somebody gets pregnant. Oh, also, um, to that, somebody who was not at the VMAs last night. Somebody's gay. Somebody who was not at the VMAs last night, uh, Taylor Swift. And you know why she wasn't at the VMAs? Why? She had jury duty, and she went. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah so there are these really sort of awkward snapshots. It, of dude, her. If I ever get in trouble, I want Taylor Swift on my jury. Well, the funny thing is, is she's just surrounded by, in this snapshot that like went up on the web, it's like she's just surrounded by people who clearly look like they're just bored out of their gourd. At jury, like waiting to decide, like try and find out whether they would be part of the jury or not. She apparently did not make the jury cut, but I'm kind of wishing that she had, just because it would be like, I know it's probably like parking tickets. Like, I, <laughs> like I don't the, know if those can go to trial, Kevin. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I think you can. And assault, you can take that, that and, to trial. And, the cop doesn't show up. Like a jury trial. I think you can request a jury trial. I think you can request a trial <laughs> I for like anything. Kind of test that now. No, that's a whole. Th- it's a whole thing. Like where like people people will contest like a traffic ticket, and if the cop doesn't show up, he's the only witness. They they have to just dis- basically will dismiss it. It might just be they requested. Might not be a jury trial. It might be a judge trial. But I I mean you you are entitled to a jury by your peers, so it would seem like. I was jury trial for for like not using my turn signal. <laughs> that would be pretty great. <laughs> Show up with all this evidence. I you're just, out of uh, order. <laughs> I think I remember George W. Bush you're out of, you're had out of. jury duty when he was like president or governor. But I want to say president because it, ma- it mattered a lot. And he went. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's it. it. That's the end of the story. Yeah, it's I riveting. Mean, he obviously didn't get picked. It, obviously, he did not get picked. Yeah. So does this conclude our review of the VMAs? Oh yeah, there's not a lot to say about it. Like I said, if unless you're, it, it, it seems looked like, very manic and colorful. It, it's manic and colorful. I think is a good way to describe. That's a good like. That needs to be like my next band. Like when we only cover songs that like are house music, like but <coughs> I don't know, manic but with, and colorful like, traditional. What's your tradi- traditional like Irish instruments? <laughs> <laughs> Manic in colorful. there somewhere. Yeah, there's a lute and a fl- like a tin whistle. <laughs> so confused right now. Manic and colorful. Yeah, so we covered Gene Wilder. We covered the VMAs. All right. Oh, oh, there is a not entirely related thing. Did you see the uh, Sturgill Simpson? I was going to say Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, yeah. yeah went on a tirade. He um, he does not love Music Row in Nashville. No, strange. Not at all. I read that too. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got a really good point, too. I mean, neither did Merle Haggard. And, yeah. You know, if they're naming the award after trying to, like, get on this guy's bandwagon, like, nine months after he dies or however long it was, like, when he clearly couldn't stand it, I mean, is gone on record. The, the last interview he gave, he just castigated the entire industry. So, yeah, fuck him. Well, yeah. That apparently seems to be what Sturgill Simpson is saying, and I guess he's got right. enough clout now that he doesn't care who he pisses off. 
all his shit's independently released. Like, you know, I thought this. Well, this the last market changed. Like, like picked up by a bigger. Distribu- oh, it may have. It may have, but still, I mean, we all he knows he can do just fine on his own. I mean, he makes. I'm sure he makes most of his money by touring anyway. That seems to be the case these days. All right. Well, should we get to the item at hand? Yes. So this week was my week, and um, I'll tell you. Like so, there are a bunch of things that I want to cover, and and frankly, like I was really, the more that I thought about it, like I really, uh, I I almost tried to unearth something new, like newish. So we just had an opportunity to cover some new ground, but I'm I figure that we'll get a chance to do that, um, as. As uh, happenstance would have it, the what is presumed the final um, concert, certainly the final concert tour and the final concert by the Canadian band The Tragically Hip uh, happened just recently. Like August 20th? Yeah. Today is yeah, very recently. And about yeah. half of that country watched that, like who wasn't in the Rogers Center in Toronto, like about half of all of Canada watched it. Uh, the premiere, like Trudeau was there. Like they, they broadcast that concert on the CBC without commercials. Yeah, without interruption or commercials. And big, yeah, basically, I don't think there's anybody comparable in the U.S. That I was trying to think about that. Like, who would be the doppelganger here? Well, but sorts, Canada but has about the population of Texas. So yeah, yeah it's like what, like thirty million people. It's like less that? than thirty million. Yeah, I think. and then it was like yeah. twenty five or like something tr- like that. Between yeah. twenty and twenty five. Yeah, yeah. I hear it's really cold up there. Also I think that. that's why there's only between 20 and 25 million people. That anyway, live. yeah, so the point is is that the Tragically Hip are this phenomenally popular Canadian band, in like phenomenally popular in Canada. In Canada, the national band of Canada. And the, and the, arguably the national band of Canada. Um, yeah, when Getty Lee gushes about you, like you're probably the national band <laughs> of Canada. Um, but it occurred to me that it was like, I just never really got to know their canon, and, and um, their lead singer was diagnosed with a, with a terminal brain condition. And so, like, really, like, this is supposed to be, the, they put out a record in 2016, this is supposed to be their last tour. But because I didn't really know their material, having done a little bit of digging, the last, like, sort of record from their fertile period was um, the record that we're going to cover tonight, and uh, it's called Phantom Power from uh, the late 90s. So, 98, I believe. Yes. Well, it also, sounds like it's from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, it you know, it does. And one I mean, I think before we go into this too much further, I think one thing I discovered that is inherently true um to be the national band of Canada, you really have to be really Canadian. These hey, guys Boy, like, this is a really Canadian. What was there was a line about like you said you don't give a fuck about hockey and I've never heard anybody say that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's any rhymes you, the name Bobby Orr with Another line in the song, which, for those who don't know much about hockey, which this is... A hockey legend league. Bobby Orr, yeah. Yeah, he was like maybe like the Dr. J to Michael Jordan, you know, Bobby Orr to uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, he is old school cachet. Yeah, old school, like, superstar in the, what, 70s or... Something yeah, like yeah. that, yeah. Um, but anyway, like, I'm just old, and so I've heard that name before. I know that Bobby Orr played hockey. Yeah, no, it, it, he did... And, yeah, and uh, I'm always like, yeah, I've never heard anybody say that before, and that's a really Canadian thing to say. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Well, the, you know, we were when I listened to this record, like, um, and this is partially it. it, 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 it this ba- I I am completely unfamiliar with this band. I think I heard one song by them before. Um, I it's about as inoffensive music as you can make. It's which very polite. Canadians it's are very polite. polite and inoffensive. Yeah. Remember we 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 did that episode about dad rock last year and. 
this is like my idea of what dad rock is like when you the kind of show you can take your parents to go see and you're not gonna you're no fear that there anybody's gonna get offended well your parents are probably streaming it at home like with the rest of all of canada well i'm saying like anywhere i'm saying this kind of music i mean like this is the counting crows of canada yeah maybe that's true Uh, yeah I, i mean certainly like in terms of saturation point and no, in terms country, of sound too. Like, well, like, yeah, sure I'm sure that's right. Like, gets cancer, they're not going to shut down the country. And no, but I'm saying, I'm saying in Counting terms Crows. of sound. I'm saying in terms of yeah. the kind of people that like Counting Crows and the way that this band sounds. That's just, I'm, 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 I'm no, th- th- that would not happen. Here's what I yeah. think. I think they're a better than average rock band, and this is like a pretty decent record. But like, I'm not. Decent is a good. You know what? I, I, decent is that's exactly the word that I wrote in my notes. The first, the, it comes out fucking swinging hard. Those first two songs are awesome, uh, especially the second song. I can't remember the name of it, but it. Uh, that's the one that has the the line about Phantom Power in it, and that's. The, yeah, dude. Those first those first two songs are so good. I, I really don't like the sound of his voice, and I hate to speak ill of the. No, I don't either. Dead. And it took me. It took like it took me. Well, and he's Mark. Still that around. made Mark laugh. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> Just a bunch of sadists. Anyway, no, uh, I meant like, it. I meant it. When I, but perhaps that was a why poor. Don't you pick up a shovel and help dig. It's <laughs> just not nice. Um, I didn't mean it to sound as bad as it did. Anyway, no, but you know, I mean, I think you, I think you bring up uh, a good point, Shane, which is like that's kind of one of the reasons I said the thing about being from Canada. It's like I have. It's like here's the thing. It's like there are there are there are acts that that are phenomenally popular. And it's not necessarily because I take an iconoclastic stance toward, like, this is not like Outcast has been in my face, so I'm not going to get into Outcast when everybody else is. This is like, I'll never understand why Bruce Springsteen is popular. Like, I'll never, like, if I'm at Live to Be a Thousand, I'll never get get it. it. Three. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there are just some acts that I don't connect with. Um, This one really started out in that place. And, like, you know, I think I found some kernels that I, found interesting before it was all said and done but like i don't think it's remarkable and yeah like, i i kind of felt the opposite I, I feel exactly what you're saying like i really st- i thought it started out strong and i was like man i'm really gonna enjoy this a lot more than i thought and by the end of the record it was a snooze fest in my mind like so, but you connected poets is one of the, the singles. first song yeah. yeah it's one of the singles i didn't have any problem with his voice but that's partially because i really when, when i was in high school you remember what was it klol kevin like the like album rock Station, the AOR station, yeah. Well, they played New Orleans is Sinking like on fairly heavy rotation, and I love that song. Yeah. Um, and so I was kind of, and it <clears throat> maybe his voice is a little more suited to that. They were a little more like blues tinged at the time, um, but I was already used to it before I got into it. So I don't know. Maybe it'd be like if you heard Robert Smith for the first time on like kind of a better, slightly better than average, but middling record. That's it. Would be that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Would be Wild. Little, it's if you heard Wild Mood Swings, if that's the first Cure record you ever heard, like yeah. Yeah, that's You'd fair enough. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a fairly good record, but I mean, again, like there were especially two songs back to back where I was like, "What am I looking for to describe this song?" Oh yeah, um, Counting Crows. And then the next song, I was like, "What am I looking for to describe this song?" Oh yeah, Counting Crows and REM. Like, well, then that's what I, I kept coming back to. It's like, uh, like you know me, like I absolutely love '80s REM, but like by the '90s, like they were still okay. But they were kind of coasting on, like, they just knew that they were going to get a lot of airplay, and they had already signed their giant contract, and 
if people were going to listen to them and buy the records. Well, I'll honestly say, like, compared to a lot of the 90s R.E.M., this record kicks the shit out of it. I mean, a, like, a lot of it. The, um, a lot. I, I love Monster. I think it was a great record. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, but, I mean, at least. But yeah, some of it they were just. It, this on this album may not be my style, taste in music, and I may think it's a little middling, but. Are you Canadian? Secretly. Yes. Um, <laughs> a label. Does that mean you're from Bloomington? Yes, it's a. It's a yeah, sorry about it though. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. There are extra U's uh, throughout this record, by the way. Like, what, just do you read the lyrics. Um, well, no, just well, it's in general. not extra to them. Yeah, that's that's true. Should we listen to one of these? Yeah. Why don't we? Um, so we you mentioned the track poets. Like, why don't we start with that one? Sounds good. If you actually, if you play that song backwards, it just goes like Vancouver, Vancouver, Thunder Bay. It's like what it says. It does. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's super Canadian. I'm that's probably talking. why everybody in Canada is really into this band because it's all backmasked and all these subliminal messages. Yeah. Are put just into their head back bacon, back bacon, Vancouver, Thunder Bay, Moosehead, Molson, <laughs> Moosehead, St. Pauli girl. Uh, I told. I told. <laughs> I told. Wait, a St. Pauli girl's not Canadian. Yeah, that's not Canadian. Well, um, it is if you drink it in Canada. Oh, okay. That's, that's true. true. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I told Ryan, and at some point, clearly, cla- start clearly Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I missed that drink. <laughs> that seems like <laughs> totally some shit that you would be I, really into. I know. I drink a lot of that stuff. Anyway, this was this this track, poets, was one of the ones that um, it's like I totally hear you, Shane. On like his voice is like a little bit off-putting. It seems like he's like he's like. On route, but he never gets to where he's going. Yeah, and he There's goes no resolution. Key a lot, yeah, too. Like, yeah. Um, it's not unpleasant. You know no. what? It, it's like a poor man's Matthew Sweet kind of a little. In fact, that whole I song is kind that. of is kind of a. It's there's some Matthew Sweet influence. I mean, I I hear a lot of the Michael Stipe nasally. Yeah, there's some of that. Yeah, it's, he kind of sounds sounds like upset to me. Like, uh, it's the nasal. I don't like, know what it is. There's something re- is really off putting about the whole. I mean, again, it's not unpleasant. It's just that's a decent song. Well, I'm saying like this this band in general. However, I do want to this this is some. I don't think that there have ever been, and I could get called out and be wrong about this, but there there's not one gourd, but two gourds 
I noticed that. in this band. And like I was I've thinking, I've never even known uh, like Gord, Gordy, <laughs> like Gordy Howe, who's a hockey player. Where they yeah, name sure, it. But, yeah. but yeah, you think maybe his close friends would just call him Gord or whatever. Gord, but, but yeah. like you know, have that as your official. Yeah, I've never known a Gord in my life, but there's two Gords in this band. Yeah. And you know, not the they were the gourds. I really yeah. thought that you meant they were playing gourds. I, I, like I, that's why I was I was just about to clarify. No, two people not, named G O R D. Yeah, like not Gordon, the kind that. But you, yeah, you like short, short for Gordon. seeds in and yeah, like shake. Not like a zucchini like vegetable thing. Yeah. Right. No, like their names. Like dudes named Gordon. Like Gordon with the O N. Do you have a place you're going with that? Like no, I just want to point out that that's an interesting fact that there are two. It is. It is two dudes named Gord. Of like it 50%. sounds like it sounds like a made up yeah. space alien name if you like I don't know like uh, I mean, yeah you could shout Gord, Gord. In a crowd and you wouldn't expect two people just to turn Gord. around and yeah right exactly yeah I wouldn't expect anybody to turn around <laughs> <laughs> people <laughs> just think you're fucking weird why are you, why are you shouting you're you were just, looking for you're just yelling you're just like, <laughs> like it's an you're just looking that for pumpkins and shit yeah, like, yeah. I that mean, way that, like, even if this band got hammered, they would never be out of their gourd because there'd only just be two of them. There it's back. <laughs> That's Suck what I didn't it. have in my life Damn. for a little bit. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so that's that's pilots. You know, I mean, it, in general. Poets. Poets. What, whatever. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> two, two slightly different vocations, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's, it's Canadian I'll for bet pilots. There's a, right. there's a poet with a pilot's license somewhere. That sounds like a... Beginning of a bad little like poet and pilot not. like there once was a I don't know yeah well let's like that go anyway no yeah that that's poets and and uh, and one of the I guess the first track on the record um, this, this one that one apparently tore up like the modern rock charts in well and this Canada. album. This album ha- is has gone triple platinum in Canada. Yeah, but what, it, it, which, platinum, what is that? It, it is, is different because there's is fewer different. people. Yeah, um, I think gold is a hundred thousand, so maybe platinum is two platinums, like a couple dozen. Yeah, twelve. Well, more. if you keep on adding a couple dozen until you get to two hundred fifty thousand, then yeah, yeah. Maybe. You, I think maybe you're right though. Well, the other thing is, um, does anybody know what the actual proportion is? I think maybe it's like forty or fifty percent, but Canadian radio, or at least Canadian commercial radio. Uh, is required by law to play a, a certain, certain amount, amount of Canadian, Canadian artists. So, like oh, that's a lot true. Of yeah, that's true. And in fact, like, yeah, they're, um, well, years ago when I used to work for a company that had em- Canadian employees, like, it was always a, a deal when an American wanted to try and go, like, if they moved somebody out of a job in Toronto or Vancouver or wherever, uh, it was very difficult for Americans to get approved to go take those jobs instead. So the Canadian government, like, I, it feels to me like it's kind of an extension of some of their other policies. Like, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we're represented. And it's like they kind of sell that back to the Canadian public a lot, which is why you end up with bands like Tragically Hip and Sam Roberts and, you know, Rush, is, I think, is almost an outlier. Cause so it's what's, the, what's the other like, one? Um Bare naked ladies. Bare naked ladies. Oh yeah. Also very very Canadian. Yeah, super Canadian. Oh anyway. man, yeah. Thanks for putting uh, one week in my head, boy. Of all the. <laughs> 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 Jesus man. <laughs> all right, should we do you another one? A white guy rap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's 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 what that entire fucking Jesus. song is to me. What the hell is that? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I hate that song so much. Um, so, just, so I just want to record that on a loop and then just like. 
play it for you, like wake you up with it. We'll do that, and then uh, then we can put the uh, yeah. Thank you. Please, dude, please, please do, do and then um, and then we can put Shine the uh, yeah from Shine on the end of it. That sounds good. I was gonna yeah. say that's another that's another Canadian. What is up with the Canadian bands that break Nickelback? Uh, Bare Naked Ladies, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. There's got to be. Uh, I guess Sarah McLaughlin's pretty pretty all right. Yeah. So so let's do. We got time for one more before we get to the break. Let's do. Um, probably the biggest single off this this record was uh, the easy to say Bob Cajun. You pulled it off. Yeah. I left your house this morning. Mark accidentally played the beginning of Satellite by Dave Matthews Band before he got to the actual song. Well, it was actually an ad. That and uh, Oh, sorry. Well, yeah. I, I kind of couldn't tell the difference for a minute. <laughs> that was the song I think that I was, you know, again, nothing wrong. Perfectly pleasant. Um, but that's You could easily put Michael Stipe on that, though, and have it be like a mid to late 90s R.E.M. song. Yeah, or you could put some Adam Duritz on it and have it be like a Counting Crows B-side. You, yeah. you know what I... Yeah. The thing that I thought that was kind of interesting is I looked at the track listing and that song is four minutes and 55 seconds long. And I swore when I looked at the time that like that it was like a six minute track, like our seven minute track. Like it feels like it just meanders and like it meanders. Like, yeah. Like, but it, anyway, yeah, it, it, that song, I believe, won the Juno for best single. Oh, yeah, it did. cleaned up at the Juno Awards, which. Canada's answer to the Grammys. Canada's Grammys. So, yeah, you may or may not be able to answer this question. He he mentions in there Toronto. Oh um, yeah, are they from Toronto? No, they're from they're from Dan Aykroyd's hometown, which is in Ontario. Okay. Yeah, and I, in fact, like that's how they ended up doing the only the only they, they oh, did Saturday one Saturday Night Live appearance, Live, uh, appearance and Aykroyd lobbied to get him on that the, show. The reason I I have a, I have some limited experience direct experience with Canadians, but they are all Quebecois. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if their their popularity transcends kind of the the English speaking Canadian versus the the more Quebecois. I think it's kind of got to if that I mean if half the country tunes in and watches that thing. I mean I th I you think, think it was only the people who speak English that were watching the the, well, I mean, the there's, performance a, there's a relatively sizable part of the country in Quebec. Like, yeah, I mean, I, it's not like there is Kingston, this, this Kingston, Ontario. Is okay. Oh, but it's like it's not like there's a, a true division between them. Different but, Kingston, but I know that I know that there are some things that like people from Toronto really like that people from Montreal just don't. Yeah, like, you yeah, know. sure. I mean, that makes sense. Well, I guess well, the impression I get is it's most of the people who speak French in Canada also speak a good deal of English, but it's mm -hmm. not always. 
the other way around. No, that's true. Well, and in Montreal's, I feel like almost kind of a bad example because it's like three quarters of the population are French speaking in in Montreal. Right. So it's like the English speakers are a distinct minority, but that's a here's a little t- tidbit you didn't ask for. Uh, so so true story. If you build an app that has a has a direction gauge, it, it won't work in Montreal because what is actually true north, like that, the city like kind of tilts, and so what they consider to be north is like actually northwest, and they and the rest of it sort of reacts occur like so it's like they tilt the whole thing, and anyway it's just fucked up. That's really interesting. interesting. Yeah, that'll be five dollars. Thanks. Oh my gosh, that They're is truly trivial. That is, <laughs> that, that is. is truly it is it's trivial weird. trivia. You know, I'm should, never going to need that information. You, you, should, <laughs> I mean, you, you should have like a little like a board game with just a smiling face, like truly trivial. And like, yeah, there's, there's some good ass music in Toronto, man. I'll tell you that much, man. There have been metric comes to mind right after the social scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's uh, uh, back stars, to doing something again? Huh, Feist. Yeah, there, I mean, there's some fucking awesome music in Canada. Just the shit that we all, like, collectively in the States know are Alanis Morissette, Nickelback. I mean, they not, we don't even know this Paul band. Paul Schaefer. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. He hails from there, but did he's, you, he's did, lived here a really long time. Have we ever yeah. discussed the fact that Paul Schaefer co-wrote and played on It's Raining Men? Yeah, that's true. I think maybe you have brought that up, but it's been a while and it, it bears it, repeating. It's it's worth it's worth <laughs> it's worth every so often it, remembering like, Paul Schaefer co wrote It's Raining. Men. I feel he like he made a ton of money off that too. I hell I'm yeah, sure, he I'm did. Sure dude. He did. I feel like it's that's Paul Schaefer's version of um uh whatever, Roger Ebert writing Valley of the Dolls. Like oh, right, it's yeah. like just campy and kitschy enough and it's like And just like, fucking weird. Weird. Yeah, just, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know that Paul Schaefer's necessarily considered as respected in his field as um, as Roger Ebert was, but like you know, pretty good respect. He was in the SNL band, and then what thirty years? Thirty with, years with Letterman. Yeah. With Letterman. Yeah. Um, well, I've sufficiently successful. derailed this whole conversation. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, Why don't right, we right, get right, to right, the intermission? Right. Let's go. Let's go intermission. Intermediate. Who's got the middle? <laughs> Apparently, like just let's completely have an intermediate section intermediate where we play a, a song that is unrelated. Oh, oh, to oh! Can record. I say one thing before I forget it? Because if I forget it, then I will never remember it again. I feel like. Um, I, this band, while for the most part is, you know, perfectly innocuous and fairly, you know, all the stuff that we've been saying, the fact that their fans call them the hip is insufferable. That's so yeah, it's it's fucking kind of, uh, kind of annoying. Of a, it's kind of a dorky <laughs> name to begin with, the tragically hip, yeah. and then they just shorten it to the hip. The hip, and, then and if, if you, you name yourself hip, then you're inherently not hip. Right. Well, if you go to their Wikipedia page, it's like the hip. You know, like there's a bunch of entries that. Well, say it's kind the of hip. it's kind of adorable how the replacement. Some people like thought it was kind of funny to call them the placemats, and so they just became the mats. Yeah. Uh, to their fans, like that's kind of amusing, but like sure. the hip. But that's different. Yeah, that is different. The hip. All right. Done. Intermission. (laughs) I was um, recently at a pool party. It's a great story, Shane. It's just the beginning, Kevin. It's not the entire story. Oh, okay, okay. It's it's barely even a story in and of itself. It's just a setup. And they... um, they were the DJ was great, but in now the, it's a good story. We'll let you finish. Go ahead. I'll just set the mic down, and we can wait. You guys want to wait this out? Um, <laughs> this is well, like being home with my kids. So we, uh, well, well, you're with children already here, and uh, 
Anyway, so the DJ was playing um, Soul to Soul Back to Life. And I was like, oh, we recently did that on my show. And then I'm thinking, what? You know, we, I should pick some uh, late 80s, early 90s R&B myself one of these days. So I had a few that I thought about. I was thinking about, um, um, I don't know, whatever. There were a bunch of stuff. So anyway, I ended up finally picking Girl, You Know It's True by Millie Vanilli. Because I think that that's a song that... It is of some that, cultural that, importance. That you, that it's of some cultural importance, and you probably haven't thought of in t- 25 years. Well, and let's be honest. By now, that girl knows whether it's true or not. It's well, been, it wasn't true. It wasn't. It turns out it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, girl, you know. You know. That's the other thing. It was, it's really forceful. Like Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> except, for, except for I'm not really... This guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen any of the pictures of the guys that, for those of you that don't know, um, Millie Vanilli won a Grammy and then were stripped of the like Grammy? a couple of them. Like, was it, like, it was like Best New Artist. New artist and, and then uh, they got caught um, that this came out that they were limp syncing. Have you ever seen any pictures? Said limp syncing. Did I say limp syncing? Yeah. Limp syncing. Like, yeah. Th- have you seen pictures? Th- those weren't their real arms. They were limp syncing. <laughs> <laughs> they were limp syncing. I can't even say. Anyway, so the guy that actually sang, or some of the people that actually sang, they don't they don't look like Billy Vanilli. What? <laughs> they they're they're they they look very different. So Do you, you guys know, can know go. What fashion they look different? Um, like much larger men. Okay. If, if as befitting the the much, uh, like if you ever listen to Billy Vanilli, like one guy has a really strong German accent and the other guy has like some other accent. It's Robin Fab. Robin Fab. And um, anyway, why don't we listen to some Millie Vanilli and we'll come back and talk about oh, it. Oh, goody. I hope so. I'm in love with you, girl, cause I'm on my mind. You're the one I think about most every time. And when you crack a smile and everything you do, don't you understand, girl, this love is true. To make it all mine, all mine is my desire. Cause you contain a quality, you the higher mind. You're pretty plain as you do my world, so try to understand. I'm in love, girl. Shane. Oh, you're welcome. I um, I was. We just finished watching the video uh, to Millie Vanilli's uh, epic hit, uh, "Girl, You Know It's True." Uh, anyway, it seemed like the big dance move was uh, to really look like somebody needed to take a bathroom break. Like they both just well, the, what, the a lot of running in place. A little okay, bit of dancing. Literally reminded me of, and stay with me here. Was Punky Brewster? Uh, oh, oh, sure. I, I don't know if it was like in the opening credits, but I know it was in the opening. Uh, that was a weird show, man. Because um, that was a little girl who lived with like a really old man, and that she was wasn't she like an orphan or she, something? Yeah, she was like discovered by herself, wearing really colorful clothing, dancing to Maniac, that song from Flashdance. Uh huh. And she was literally doing that same dance they were doing in that video, where she was you, you know jumping like high, like high kicking, just, running in just, place. Yeah, kind of running in place, like you know, manic. You know, as, as sure. a maniac. That video is a lot about fashion choices, too. Like, there are the padded shoulders. Pa- the padded shoulder blades were great. And they, they yeah. were wearing, like, what appeared to be yoga pants with, like, these, like, shiny patent leather black boots. And the guy yeah. really needed a hair clip. 
Yeah, there's that was the only that was the way I, by his hair. That's the way I told them apart was like one dude always had hair in his face, and I was like, that would drive me insane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was doing that on purpose. Uh, on my, there's a lot, on my a lot list of posing of, involved. My list of problems, uh, hair in the face. Yeah, and it's like, so when they were not on stage, which by the way, apparently live drums, like in the video, no live drums on that No song. live drums. You know, yeah. the, the thing is, is when they got busted and their Grammy was taken away, uh, the de- goddamn thing never been should have been awarded anyway. That that that's not. Oh, that's a bad song. It's a bad. It's just bad. Well, I do remember. So this, I distinctly remember this being a big hit. And I was a sophomore in high school, and there were a lot. There was like this gaggle of like cute girls that all hung out together, and they loved Millie Vanilli. And I was like, what is wrong with you? And, and I that, I used to think the same thing at the time, but now. You know, with the benefit of hindsight, it's even worse than I thought it was back then. Well, and the thing, the other thing that strikes me is like, and again, this is a benefit of hindsight situation too. But it's like I, I hear that song, and even if like you take the video out of it, like it feels like there's nothing left in the tank. It's like this is all we got, and it's not that good. Like, no, it's not. I mean, don't get I, your hopes up. You know, I brought up. That's what we're to gonna life. call our record. And that's a that was a decent song, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, and the same era, like a lot of the same sounds too, like the, the I think the beat was There's similar. There's plenty like, of good like mainstream R and B that was decent from back yeah. then. This is not that. No, it's not. Did you notice that whenever they so the the the, the video alternated between two? It was that you know Millie and Vanilli, like dancing and singing in the studio with a band that wasn't actually playing anything, and then there were like all these cinema verite like. Where they were running around outside. That's and what I was going to get to. There's a lot of frolicking. Yeah, but it's also like it's really grainy and it's shot on a like handheld camera. It, like mm-hmm. you can't get two more dissimilar styles of like videography than in, in that video. And then it's also it's kind of confusing because he's talking about you know they're fighting and he's talking about how he's so in love with her. And then at one point, both um, Rob and Fab are holding her hands as they walk through the street. And then. They're still all out on the street, and then all of a sudden she disappears and then reappears like seconds later with another guy. So, yeah. You know, we should really just break this down into some sort of, uh, like, semester-long class. Deconstructing. For just this uh, one video? <laughs> well, maybe the greater canon of Millie Vanilli. You know, we, blame it we on the rain? Into, so. That's another one. That is another one. Uh, well, I blame it on somebody. Well, those dudes who were clearly not in the video... Yeah, and so and Mark, you're doing. You've done a little bit of research here. Like uh, I'm just digging. So yeah, and then of course, um, is it at least one of them is no longer uh, one of them committed suicide? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know that he committed suicide. They 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 or took a lot of drugs and died. That was alcohol po- uh, poisoning. Oh, I thought it was suicide too. I yeah, saw the VH1 behind the music. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, well, that was um, music in quotes. But apparently, apparently, uh, <laughs> probably the the when they finally got their wish and got to record their own album Rob as Robin Fab with them singing they only sold 2000 copies Ouch. Is that true? You know that's, that's wow. that is It's a, on Wikipedia it has to be uh, true. That is a celestial ass kicking if that is true. That is uh It kind of makes me feel sorry for them. Yeah. I do feel sorry for them. I think they got manipulators a couple like good-looking dudes to Yeah, like young guys. You know, here's a bunch of money. Just wanted to break into the music business. So it's interesting. I mean, there's apparently breaking and entering. There apparently have been. Th- there were apparently three different people that actually sang on this album. One of them being Charles Shaw, an American rapper and singer. Uh, he was paid six thousand dollars to perform the rap portion on this song, um, and then uh, in 1998, he was arrested in Cologne, Germany, as part of 
an embezzlement investigation. So there's a lot. So, of, no, no, nobody's blameless in this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently not. Well, it's a great song, Shane. So thank you for. Uh, oh, you're welcome. For I thought you'd enjoy us. it. Yeah. All right. You want to go back and talk about the hip? Yep. Let's do it. The hip. So let's talk a little bit more about the tragically hip, um, or as there's some side called, um, it's like my bad hip. What's the what's the replacement hip? A hip. They get the hip. They get the hip replacement. That dude, if if they decide to keep touring after the after Gord, they could get like uh, takes the dirt. Paul Westerberg, to yeah, front them. They, yeah, and they could be hip the, hip, the hip replacement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, be a so replacement wrong. hip or. Yeah, just, I don't know. Maybe hip they could re- change hip the replacements. Total hip replacement. So stupid. Anyway, so uh, so I'm going to read a little excerpt from um, from the Sputnik music take on this this record, which I thought was uh, kind of amusing. It says, "The hip are often said to be the unofficial band of the Great White North." That being the case, I must ask, what's the deal, Canada? Why are you so hesitant to share this band with the rest of the world? Did it does it sting that Neil Young barely comes home anymore? I don't fault you for holding on to good music, but let's practice sharing uh, uh, once in a while as a token of good faith. You can keep the bare naked ladies for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let them. Anyway, you know, there's some sentiments in there that don't seem to be the general gist of how we are interpreting this record in this room. Um, but I think we can all probably come down on the side of giving a choice between this band and the bare naked ladies. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's a choice I'll between take like guys. Beethoven and like my dog farting. I mean like, that's <laughs> <laughs> there's not there's not a choice there. It's a yeah. really good analogy. And uh, can I just point you're out? Welcome. I, I went to two different stores trying to find Canadian beer to like get in the spirit of things. I just realized that. The ginger ale I'm mixing with my spiced rum. It's Canada, Canada, dry. Canada Dry. I can't believe so. I can't believe I didn't notice that. I didn't either. Well, well there you go. Uh, yeah, you're channeling. Yeah. So anyway, we have the spirit of the uh, proceedings going ahead. Yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. Like I I guess one thing we haven't really talked about with with regard to uh, the tra- we are speaking again of the uh, of Phantom Power, the tragically hip record from 1998, which is generally regarded as the last record of their kind of fertile period. I feel like we have our head around some general takeaways of this record. One thing we haven't really talked about uh, that I know is typically near and dear to your heart, Shane, is lyrical content. And I feel like in some ways there are some common threads. that This is something else that feels particularly Canadian about this record. I think about bands like The Weaker Thans that are like sort of in some ways like kind of hyper literate and a little bit Fa- like they're not dangerous, but they uh, but they read a lot. You know, I feel like maybe that's a little bit where sometimes these guys feel like they're coming from. I, f- I feel like a lot of the lyrics are pretty clunky, but also ambitious enough to be that I f- felt respect for where he was going. Like I didn't. It was some, I, there was definitely some wincing. Like when I listen to it, but yeah. I mean, n- nothing that I could really off the top of my head. Well, me. we already talked about Toronto, um, and uh, yes, that's in Canada. Well, the, yeah, we. But there were there were several tracks on this record that have lots of, like so when when um, 
when Gord, when when the Gord in question. Uh, also, it's worth mentioning that in my head, I keep conflating the name of the lead singer of this band, who unfortunately is the one who's battling cancer, with a uh, late, angry American talk show host, uh, Morton Downey. <laughs> so, Those are two that, different that, people. That's very unfortunate. Well, I know, and it just and like... Uh, they Gord, just, Mort. Well, it's uh, not the same. Yeah, I get it that it's not the same thing. It's just really more damage to me than anything else, but... Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, anyway, I guess ultimately my thought here is that, you know, they tried to do some things that are, I don't know their entire catalog well enough to know that if this is, if this record is reflective of the things that made them popular, uh, in America's hat, but, um, well, they they love that designation. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I think that's was their high initially their highest selling record um i just know the one other song and it's i think it's terrific so kids out there go out and listen to new orleans is sinking and you can tell me i'm full of shit if you like um oh that's one thing somebody yeah gmail.com yeah we haven't uh, or on uh merry old facebook yeah so anyway um all right. Well, well I, I guess genuinely liked the uh, the other the single from this uh, fireworks. I don't know if you want to get into that. That next. was the one that I was thinking maybe we'd play next. Do you yeah, guys want to listen to it? This is also the one that references hockey. Well, yeah, there are, there's lots of Can- uh, Canadian references in this. So um, let's see what it's all about. If there's a go. This is off. Uh, this is a little note from um, a subset of the Vice.com site called Noisy, and um, they make an interesting point. They said, you know, as Canadian bands go, the Tragically Hip are not as technical as Rush or as influenced by garage rock as, say, Deep Purple, or indebted to folk traditions as Gordon Lightfoot. There's a Canadian name I haven't heard in a while. But I'm they have. You, I think Gord is short for Gord. Lots of Gordons. Yeah, there are Gordons. Uh, but they have elements of each and Just deploy the them. Canada, uh, according to this guy, near perfectly throughout Phantom Power. So anyway, you know, I I think, you know, we're not. I'm certainly not Canadian enough to maybe know if they stuck the landing for me. But um, but it's I do think it's it's album. a it's a varied like there's a it's a varied offering. Like it's pretty solid. I mean, it's it's very. I will say there's not a fucking real clunker song on the whole fucking. No, record. it's it's a solid B minus of an. Album. I was gonna say B, like if it were, yeah. yeah, I would say like it's a solid B of a record, and it feels kind of weird. Like, I mean, we, it's not exactly like we're heaping scorn or anything on this band, but it feels kind of like weird considering like all of the 
tumult that they're going through right now. Well, no, it's like they live. It's like Canada is an alternate universe. Like the idea that like there is well, this sort of no, it's like they're like hermetically sealed at least like with this band, yeah, like who barely broke through in the states. Like you know, we've I've heard all of, heard of them, and I knew we've one all song. heard of them. That's yeah. the thing. I've heard of them for twenty fucking years, but I I think I, I'd heard one song before that was okay. I don't know until this. It's a perfectly. It's better yeah. than I was gonna say serviceable. It's much better than serviceable. You know, if I got if I got stuck in some place for a week and this was the only record I had to listen to, I'd get by. You know, like, I'd probably walk if you got stuck in some place and this is the only record you had to listen to to keep your sanity. Especially like I'd probably would end up being like a huge fan of this what band. If, what if yeah. this was the only record you could listen to and the only thing you could eat was poutine? I, poutine I'd sounds I pretty bet good. I would like poutine. This I've never it, actually just had when it. this this show couldn't get any more Canadian tonight. Well, poutine's <laughs> like well, okay, it's like it's like, like cheese fries, cheese fries with like gravy. 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 Yeah. yeah, I already like you know cheesy fries. Well, it's cheese with, curds though. They're like squeaky cheese curds, not like well, that's fine. Melted I, I like cheese. Kevin would like not like that. That's my nickname in high school. Squeaky cheese. Squeaky curds. cheese curd. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know the story about your, how you got that. Uh, I, we don't talk about it. It's a, it's a bad. I thought that was your you DJ don't know. name now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> DJ Squeaky you, Cheese Curd. You don't want to know. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was a tragically hip, you guys. Um, if you uh, Ryan mentioned the the email address, but yeah, if you if you hear something and you want to share your take or you want to hear us cover something else, send us a note at message somebody at gmail.com. We get tons and tons of fan mail, but we do read all of it. I don't know. Tons and tons. Oh, we do. We do read all of it. (laughs) At some point we're going to do that guy's record that he was. No, very soon. I think we should. Yeah, no, it'd be great. Um, Anyway, who's got, who's got the track at the end? I do. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, we have a, an excellent public radio station. We have well, like basically two branches of one public radio station on two different parts of the dial, and one of them is mainly news and informational, and one of them is music. And so the music stuff, every now and then, I hear something great. I thought uh, you were going to say a lot. There's a lot of good shit. It's like they, Seattle KXP, KUTX, KUTX, and yeah. I thought you were going to say the other one was just hijinks. Like one was like news and hijinks on there sometimes. Yeah, Ira Glass. Yeah. Full, oh, sure. Full of the high hijinks. Yeah, he's a he's a stitch. Um, <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> he's a hoot. Uh, anyway, heard a, heard a song by a relatively new artist named Berta Phillips. Uh, the song is called Daydream, and let's check it out or oot. It's oat. It's not oot. It's oat. Oh, that's it's right. You oat. always try to correct us on the that's point. Not but anyway, oot. as far it's as I know, oat. she is not Canadian. Can we play it, please? Yeah. What I have to offer you might possibly be. The Gateway to Immortality Driving a dangerous daydream to you I arrive at the one thing I thought I'd never do With my eyes aching
word of the day is ingenue. Yeah. Yeah, that's applicable. Yeah. She has a little, uh, like, a, maybe is it a Patsy Kensett thing going on? or like the women, And how she looks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. It, that's, that, you just pulled that reference out of your ass, and that is completely spot on. There you go. She sounds like Hope Sandoval. Yeah, a little bit her, a little bit, uh, who's the girl who froze up on SNL? Um, her name's on the tip of my tongue, and I don't remember. She didn't freeze up. Drew she Barrymore? Looked, she just looked like she had stage fright. Oh, oh, uh, Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey, but, like, better song. Yeah, yeah, that song that, that was interesting because it's, it's, it's just it's like as light as a cloud, but also with like these really like cinematic things going on, like with yeah, piano it, it's and like like with the video and with the song, it's it's like vistas. I just um, kept thinking James Bond. Intro. Well, it's got a real yeah, sure. real 60s, cinematic, a real sixties yeah. kind of vibe to it. Uh, you know, like some of the that you know, like kind of spy music, like almost like a score. Kinda. Not not the hookiest song in the world, but it it doesn't really matter. But it had that little kind of twangy guitar thing kind of going on in the back. Well, and the strings too. and the piano, like, yeah. I mean, beautiful song. Well, and it's, and just it's hypnotic. like hypnotic. We all were standing hypnotic, around. Like yeah. normally, we kind of talk over each other when we watch these things. And I think I said one thing, and Shane was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I love her." Yeah, no, I I do think like. That kind of actually illustrates a pretty interesting point, which is that, like, you know, what you were saying, Shane, about, like, that song kind of, it's another one of these that, like, it sort of drifts along, and it, like, it's not in a hurry to get anywhere, but it's so, like, the ride is kind of intoxicating. So the ride just, is like, what, what what there is to you know, it. We were all yeah. transfixed, yeah. but it's not, like, you know, the most urgent of things. We're just No, like, it is not urgent. We're like, you know, I mean, but that speaks to, like, we like, I, I think, like, I kind of don't trust people that only listen to one kind of music. I mean, all of us like, you know, there's sure it's, you want to listen to certain there music are on a certain things day. In every genre of music I can think of that I, that I like, even jazz. Well, now that's a new statement. <laughs> no, there are a couple things you know that I like in jazz. Not very many. <laughs> well, right. well, yeah, not great track, Ryan. Thank yeah, you. that was a good yeah, pick. Great. I'm got- glad you played that because I really was. I said this. I was like. We started watching the video. I was like, "Oh fuck, man! I, I've heard this song a couple times, and I love it. I always forget to try to figure out who it is." So now this I is, know. This is the uh, weekly Shazam plug. Bruno Phillips. You should, yeah, you should install that on your phone. Yeah, right? sounds so like it. Like hit right. a button, and there you yeah, go. Yeah, I understand what Shazam. Who's Shazam got? Is. Um, who's got next week? Mark. Mark. Mark yeah, that's been on the back burner for a little bit. Oh, great! We're gonna do um, transmissions. Transmission from the satellite, satellite heart. heart. Yep. Uh, Flaming Lips. Flaming uh, Lips Flaming is the Lips. band. And then, Thank you very and much then for me out there. after that, are we going to do um, our viewers? After that, we have a viewer selection? request. Yeah. yeah, we have a listener re- we viewer a very request. Very well written request. We do read these things. And, yeah. Uh, and, so we'll, yeah. And we'll launch into that uh, at the top of that show. But um, Michael, who uh, wrote us the great letter, thanks for thanks for writing. And uh, we're going to pick up, uh, pick up that uh, record in a couple of episodes. And we'll listen to it, and we'll talk about it next episode too, like a little bit more and tease it. Is that how they say? Is that what? Is we're that like teasing your tease bangs? It, we're gonna like call it names. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Is that you call it names? Yeah, it's, you, a, it's a, like you tease your it's hair. It's a teaser. Can, yeah, yeah, it's a teaser. Okay. All right. Well, I well, think that's all she wrote, boys. Yeah, good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I give it a solid B. <laughs> I'll give it a solid. I resign uh, myself to the fact that this was good. I don't. <laughs> I don't know about any of that. Anyway, who are we? Uh, until next week, I'm Kevin. I'm, I'm Ryan. Mark. <laughs> we go out of order. I don't. Know I, was what to just, do. I was just watching to see which one of you. We're playing. We're playing. Name chicken. First. Name chicken. Yeah, I'm Ryan. 
I'm Shane. <laughs> and I'm still Mark. This is Somebody Likes It. So what are you doing back? Well, I sat back and thought about the things we used to do. It really meant a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. I really mean that much to you? Girl, you know it's true. <laughs>